I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high-quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine, erstwhile monk turned traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Buntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. You're listening to Book Club Babes. Let's get into it. Hello, it's me. Uh, Hello. Can you hear me? (laughs) Isn't that like ELO? Are you singing Adele? I I was singing Adele. Hello, what are you doing? What's new? Literally nothing. I'm like still reading all the same books because I can't finish a book to save my fucking life. Except for the hours. Just another jamp. Jamp? Did you jamp? Go on in. Jam! Jam! Come on, Jim. Jim. Um, I've my mom has a good story about. Well, my mom had a good story about that with my dad. I guess they got like a new radio system, and then she decided to wake him up one morning by just like blaring the chorus, like "Gone and Jump," and she just like turned it up and <laughs> scared the shit out of my dad. Oh, I like that story. That's a good one. Yeah, that's so that's a good always one. gives me a little laugh because I know that my Aww. mom tormented my dad with it. <laughs> yeah, love so, that for Karen you... and Glenn. That's lovely. Yeah, are you reading anything? So I'm actually listening to something because, like you said, I can't read a book to save my fucking life right now without falling to fuck asleep. So. I am finally finishing up Love, Hate, and Other Filters, and it's actually really good. Ooh, it's like... Because you abandoned it for a hot minute, I right? did, yes. Because it is like heavy kind of subject matter, like this young Muslim woman who's trying to figure out her like life. It's a coming-of-age story. Yeah. Trying not to disappoint. It's just interesting to see perspective into other people's cultures and how mm-hmm. she can't... like they have a whole life picked out for her already and how mm-hmm. she's 17 and she wants her own things. Yeah. 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 That would be very challenging. Mm-hmm. And yeah, there's a lot of like respect that goes on in that culture with yes. the elders and, and parents, especially. And, yeah. 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 Like it's exactly. just, it would be totally different. So yes. Hey, yes. Interesting. Yes. Ooh. So it's really good. I'm a little bit sad because apparently I'm two books behind my <gasps> reading challenge. Oh, no. I hope I'm not behind. Or nor. Or nor. I hope I'm not behind. How far are you? Oh, I've got to go. I'm going to go. Well, look. How many did you want to read? Oh, true. This is the thing. I think I picked a lower goal than you. Uh, 25 out of 35 books. I'm on track, it says. Nice. I don't know. I fucked myself over these past couple months. I have not been reading, and it's just you like just ruined my. 
throw like toss out a few shorties and then listen listen to some pods because obviously they're not pods listen to some books because i've been that's how i've only gotten there is true from you know what i've been i've i've read this is gonna sound absolutely stupid but i have rediscovered listening to music like while i'm working and stuff because i stopped you too I have a note about I made a nostalgia playlist and I've been singing, belting it out. Well, I want access to that nostalgia playlist. Beach. It's like my it's like my parents grew up with like bad country music, like Chattahoochee, fucking Alan Jackson, yeah, yeah, Shania yeah, yeah. Twain. So it's like that noise. Yeah, I don't think you want the access to it. You know, I really don't, but thank yeah. you for warning me because I think there I are some this is weird yeah like there are some like, um third eye blind put your heart in a blender watch it spin around mm-hmm. through a beautiful oblivion that's a good one um <laughs> no there's some kiss on there there's some okay. like uh bon jovi that kind oh, of stuff oh i like some bon jovi nice well maybe i would kind of like it i should make a you playlist. might have to skip yeah uh, i haven't made a playlist since well i could probably tell you since i dated this guy <laughs> i'm guessing that was probably the last time probably I the last time. i mean why would we need to we've got playlists made for us already 100 percent. um but yes i've just been like rocking taylor's whole discography and love that for you i can't stop so I've i mean fair been listening to like i was listening to a lot of podcasts and now i'm listening to a lot of music so it's like where's the time i wish i could listen to music and listen to an audio but like and work that's too much Mm -hmm. that's a lot of brain tasks (laughs) that's That's i think yeah that is a lot of brain task but yes listening you're right i should just hop on that audiobook train i've got that after i do that i was listening to i should finish that so here's my trick i've gotten up to 1.8 times speed oh god i can't i cannot you're nasty you need jesus no no it's perfect it's perfect even like how is your brain computing what's even fucking happening at that point sometimes not at all that's what sounds like nope it's i can hear exactly everything they're saying and if i put it down to one speed like normal speed it's, it's like too slow. hello <laughs> i am here how are you? it's too much okay but what if it's like someone's voice that you know really well like like keith morrison for dateline is that weird? i couldn't you couldn't okay. i couldn't do okay. that. like okay. i can't okay. do it with any podcast that i've already started listening to because you're so, used like, to their voice yes their voice and their cadence and everything like that so then if i'm times like one time or 1.5 or whatever it's just weird i can't do it but anything new i'm like i don't know your voice so, so it could be like this it could just be like it's, this. exactly fucking eight 1.9 what do you 1.8 on my book two at that point come on well, no two is too much, <laughs> two is too much. <laughs> even you have limits yes even i exactly <laughs> oh my god all right. I, well, you're you're crazy. I want to shout out some people. Unless we, oh, we have our next month's book, so I'll let you yes. announce, and then I've got oh. some shout outs. Well, it's not really an announcement. It is very late. Um, sorry about that, but hope that you like it. We went with kind of a spookyish thriller, spooky, and- spooky thriller, and it's um all the dangerous things by Stacy Willingham, Ooh. and the premise sounds good and spooky spooky say la louis say la louis it's a baby that goes missing cool what the fuck someone put green eggs and ham on their goodreads that's the shit that i need to be doing (laughs) yeah you should there you go i'm sure you could add some books like remember any of your golden books from childhood you can just toss those in there well, and, like, I just bought a bunch of books for Natalie for her birthday, and I, like, read through all of those. There you go. Count them. <laughs> oh, my God. Sorry. Count that yeah, two-year-old's anyway. fucking books. <sighs> so there are some really nice illustrations in books yes. these days. It's, like, hard to pick. I only wanted to get her, like, one or two, and I left with four. But how can well, you not? They're so beautiful. They're beautiful. Exactly. It's hard to yeah. pick just one. And it's like the product catch them all. 
exactly yeah, and you gotta get nat reading so well she probably already is she so. is and she got her first baby e-reader for her birthday oh. which i didn't even know was a thing or else like obviously would have gotten it for her so that's so cute oh my god her and <laughs> shelby can just like match with their e-readers just hang out on the couch cute the reading buddies is cute oh okay i do have some shout outs because we've got two new babes oh natasha and shannon welcome Hello. to the club well thanks for joining the fb group if you yeah, if yeah, you got yeah. pets you know the drill drop them drop those pics pet pics also we had our favorite gay babe julian place a little order on our website and just so you know you can still buy pins oh and half the proceeds or half the profit goes to we're gonna donate at the end of the year to an animal shelter and we really love to get that number higher yes so yeah yes how many pins do you think we have left um i think just under 20 i think we got about 18 pins left so that's we could pretty good that's like 50 dollars to the animals so oh yeah. tw- i guess 100 almost 100 bucks to the animals well five times 10 is 50 you're right math nice maths quick cool. math yeah, yeah. Our, our, where where in the world is our new gay babe J- J- julian oh i can babe. tell you exactly where he lives but i will nope. tell you the province he is canadian babe oh, and canadian. he lives in bc oh that's fun i'm jelly it's nice jelly there, jelly julian. yes he was putting jelly, some julian. good um oh yeah observations in the facebook group this weekend yes he was yes i liked his one i don't think i comment on it but i liked his um when he was talking about art and Julia's relationship, they just—it it stuck with me that his observation really stuck with me. I was while I was reading because I'm like, I do want them to get back together. I still they, think it's fucked up, but it's it is fucked. But if you really think about it, technically she was just cheating on him with her job. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and he was just cheating on her with like an actual person. But I mean, I digress. I don't know which is worse honestly i feel like it neglect is neglect true exactly exactly and like feeling like your wife is or husband or whomever is like unavailable to you when you come second to their job sucks mm-hmm. yeah even though they are literally saving lives but it would still suck but like even maybe still he, i wonder if she was a police officer when he married her because like then it's his yeah fault. <laughs> <laughs> true though Actually, we no, do find out I think he could was just Oh, never mind. It's fine. No, he could what? I was going to say, he was so drunk, he would have fucked a broom, so. <laughs> yeah, maybe don't fuck brooms. I think that would hurt. Ouch. Ouch. I mean, whatever. Um, It doesn't matter what I was going to say. Should we talk about this? Yes, Flippin just let's talk fuck. about it. Let's talk. <laughs> Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. All right. Oh no! Don't don't you dare! Don't you dare! Don't you dare! <laughs> I'm starting it off. We're finishing up the book, and we're starting at chapter thirty-two. And oh now it's God. been three hundred and seventy-two days missing, and we're with Julia. Think She's she looked meeting- at me. <laughs> Cut to hell. I'm sorry. <laughs> yep, exactly. You got it. Okay. Julia's meeting Price, 
and she only has one hour of sleep. So she's not, you know, probably functioning at one hundo right now. Um, after, oh, sorry, she's meeting Price after one hour of sleep and also after telling her team that Olivia is back and Matthew has been let go um, and still only Julia knows the full story about Olivia and the passports and the fakery and all of that. Um, (laughs) But she realizes that it's really only a matter of time before somebody else figures this out as well. Mm -hmm. We find out that she needs another favor from Price and she wants him to trace the QR code, but warns him not to cash in the Bitcoin. Um, but he's like, I'm not a fucking idiot. Julia. Yes. Yes. <laughs> there was back and forth there, of course, between them. Everything. Like I love that, that though. Like, he's just like, <laughs> yeah, duh. I'm a criminal, I know. But I'm fucking smart. Like, <laughs> I'm not dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Dummy. Um, her next stop is to uh, get a burner phone. And while she's doing this, she's telling herself that she is a good person, which. I kind of waver on with her back and forth, but mm-hmm. um, she is just hoping that she doesn't get recognized and is already concocting an excuse for the reason why she needs this phone. An end of term present for Genevieve, perhaps. Once she gets her new phone set up and everything, she texts price, price the number. Now Julia has gone to Lewis and Yule. she's busy. She's on the move in this chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, girls on the move. Getting shit she's, done. Yes. Checking things off that list. Okay. She's at Julie or Julia's at Lewis and Yolanda's and she wants to remember. She wants them to tell her everything they remember from the night that Sadie disappeared. Before this though, she had locked herself in her office only telling jonathan about what she was up to and she had been pulling old cctv files and evidence and all of that stuff and then later john athen joins in and doesn't end up mentioning anything about their previous discussion which is interesting back to lewis and yolanda they tell her about the fights that Sadie and Andrew were having before she disappeared about how he didn't like how she was going out too much and that she he didn't like her going certain places, especially alone. Um, as she leaves, she tells Lewis there was some tension there. Like Yolanda was pretty much done with the conversation. She walks away to be on her own, which I mean, grief is awful yeah. and re- recounting it would be not great. It's like reopening the wound because even exactly. um, Lewis had said like they just started buying candy. Yes, again? I can't. Yeah, Malte- was it not Maltesers? Maltese. Well, yeah, Which they had I Maltesers. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and like they're just starting to feel like they're some normalcy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then to have exactly. someone come in and be like, oh. be like, so tell me everything. Let's go back <laughs> to the night it happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, as she leaves, she tells Lewis that she is interested in. Andrew because he's closed up like a clam and then she asks them if she knows why Matt Drew would receive a QR code and like a message about a Prudence Jones. They have no idea why. She is wondering after this interaction how she's going to investigate Sadie alone and off the record because she won't have access or the same access to all these files without making red flags. Mm -hmm. Um, And she then decides that it's okay to confide in Jonathan. And she says, starts off a conversation with, I swear I'm a good person. Jonathan tells her that he promises that they'll get through this together. And then that's the end of that chapter. Cliffhanger. Promise? Promise. It just hits different. Yeah. Once you finished it, huh? Once you finish it. Yeah. It really does. (laughs) All right. So we are now with Emma. 
So Matthew Andrew has been bailed and Emma is feeling hopeful, although still suspicious of her son. Um, She's at the station to pick him up and she's wondering if he knows that she is his Judas. And then I was really stoned and I wrote smooch, smooch, Jesus. <laughs> Pucker up, bitch. Because that's what Judas did, right? Yeah, he kissed him on the cheek. That's how he betrayed him. Yeah. He's like, hello, pucker up, little boy. Put your lip chap on. He's like, the the one that I kiss is the one that you want. Anyway, all right. So so they have to wait before Matthew can leave. So they sit down in like a waiting area. (laughs) And she can tell that he knows what she did. She asks him about the QR code and he denies knowing anything about it. But he is clearly pissed that she told the police about everything. He won't talk to Emma, so she keeps the car unlocked as they go outside. She tries to pry information from him, but he is, like, truly not budging. She asks him what he would have done with three women having gone missing. And Andrew slash Matthew is like, you know what, Mom? I'm going to just walk home. Bye. (laughs) Um, I mean, fair right now that you know but at the time i'm like just can open up man stop true just mysterious like just give somebody a clue please you're not helping your own case you are not helping at all no so later on emma has stolen has stolen matthew's phone for like 30 seconds while he goes to get a amazon package which i was like that is not enough time for her to have done everything that she did but i digress um so what she does she googled what she needed to do before she grabbed the phone so apparently she's ready she checks his socials she doesn't find anything and it actually makes her sad because in fact she doesn't find much he's like got no friends Mm -hmm. she checks his location services services and what she sees is work home street brook avenue 292 Shirley Road in Tandy's All-American Diner. So he comes back, she ditches the phone, she was able to fucking pull it off. But she's got to Google these addresses and figure out where he's going. So she Googles the addresses. Shirley Road is an old friend's parents' place, so she writes that off because she's like, oh, it's like his only friend. Streets Streets Brook is a storage center and Tandy's All-American diner is exactly what it fucking sounds like emma thinks that she needs to visit two places and she's wondering could the code that she had found in his room when she was being a drug dealer's wife like looking at all the crevices could that code be related to the storage unit question mark Mark. so she's putting things together she's a little bit of a detective too all right so emma goes to the storage unit she gets there. She calls in, says she forgot the unit number, but that she knows the code because she knows the code. And she was really risking it for the biscuit here. They give her the unit number. Um, and when she opens the unit, she finds two passports, one bundle of clothes, bloodstained, also a lock of hair. So she goes over and she checks this out. The first passport passport belongs to Gail yeah. Hannah. The second passport belongs to Sadie Owen, and she is literally just freaking the fuck out now. Uh, yeah. Um, yes. What would, that... you... what would you do? It's I'd like do exactly um, what she did. I'd call the police. True. I'd call Julia. True. Because, like, true. the bloodstained clothes and a yes. lock of hair and Sadie's passport. Sadie's like... fucking passport. Yeah, it's all right there. It's and another of... potential yeah. woman with this other passport. Like, now she's mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, that's four women that my son's yeah. potentially involved with their disappearance. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Lewis, of course, starts looking for a Prudence Jones um she starts he starts by going through her things and nothing there then google's missing people again nothing there julia already did that um yolanda though is mentioning that it's pretty strange that the police are re-interviewing them um little does she know because she still doesn't know what's going on oh um, yes she doesn't yes, know anything yes. 
Lewis covers up saying like, this is what we wanted. No, like we wanted them to take it seriously. Mm-hmm. But then he asks the bombshell of the question and wonders to Yolanda if she thinks that Sadie is still alive. Eventually, she answers no. Mm-hmm. She explains that, or she tells him that she can't find an explanation where anything else would make sense other than that she is no longer here. They end up sharing like a sweet moment together. Um, and like for a moment, even in this like sad realization, they're kind of happy. Yeah. At least maybe they could maybe find happiness. Um, but this is also the exact moment that Lewis realizes how he can find prudence, and that's at work at the passport office. Ooh. Interestingly, mm-hmm. Lewis. Mm, very smart he's not just another balaclava boy now is he no (laughs) not just a thinker too not just a looker not just a looker he's a thinker all right so 373rd day missing back with julia jonathan tells jonathan fucking jonathan tells Mm -hmm. julia that he would have done the same for his kid and they decide that now they need to find Sadie together. Imagine the relief <laughs> that Julia would have felt. Like, oh my God, oh my God. someone Thanks. in the police force yes. would have done the exact, like this person who's yes. like my right hand man, like he yeah. would have done the exact same thing. Yeah. Oh <sighs> my God. So she ends up having a little bit of a snooze off and she begins to dream of Price and remembers how he had mentioned a Marilyn who had gone missing. So she's wondering if perhaps Sadie was involved in a gang and then she left it. And she's wondering what would happen to a woman who made that choice. So she decides it's time to go home and she texts Art letting him know. She tries to call Price, but he doesn't answer. She's walking to her car and someone runs up behind her. So fucking creepy. I hate it. It's like dark out, right? I don't like that. That's my from (laughs) behind sneak ups. No, I don't like that. No. Um, this person grabs her wrist, they're wearing gloves, and tells her to stop looking, and then walks and tells her not to turn around for I don't know, a number amount of time, and then walks away. She's clearly freaked out because that's kind of fucked. She goes to her car and she ends up getting Price on the phone and they have a little chat. And then Lewis calls her and says that he has some information. He just so happens to know who Prudence Jones is. Louis. Louis, tell us. Tell us all about it. Mm -hmm. All right. Today is the 373rd day missing and confirmed Yolanda still don't know what's going on. And we now know that Prudence Jones is dead. R.I.P. D-A-D? D-A-D dead. D-O-A? She was D-O-A. D-O-A. So turns out her passport was returned last spring to be canceled during like some sort of... um, program or whatever the passport people put on where you can like return the passport for dead people i guess i, I don't <laughs> think we do that here i feel like that might I don't be like so. a thing that happens yeah. in the uk i guess i guess because i feel yeah. like if you were dead it would just be connected and like if you tried to use that passport the people would be like airport this person's like, dead you're yeah. dead <laughs> yeah like this is clearly Weird. not you true i had never heard of that too Interesting. So it must be a UK thing. Must be. So it turns out that Prudence Jones is a 17-year-old young woman that was killed, unfortunately, in a car accident. Um, And he also tells Julia that she only lived a couple miles from him, a.k.a. Andrew. um, And he's trying, obviously, really hard to tie them together um julia tells him to trace it i mean if he wants i mean like it could be dangerous but like you also need to help him pull some strings here too if i am 
like, um, you held me in the back of my own car and made me yeah. plant evidence at a crime scene. Mm-hmm. So you're mm-hmm. gonna maybe help me out here. <laughs> Mm-hmm. clearly you don't have a barometer for caring yeah. about what could be dangerous exactly um because she wants to know a little bit more because she's wondering who sent in this passport and if this woman is even dead so like Ooh. a little bit of a another goose chase here maybe um, and then Lewis asks as Julia's leaving if she thinks that Sadie is alive and she doesn't think so either. He's not getting great answers anywhere he goes for that question. Probably should stop asking that question. Uh, it's funny knowing the ending to a I know book like this I and know. then hearing it all back because yeah. it's like that should have been like an indicator you know mm-hmm. for us mm-hmm. having mm-hmm. read it but I was also very much just along for the ride I wasn't really of course, trying to like, yeah. piece it together mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you know all right back with Julia she wants to discuss this new information with someone, but Jonathan is still away on vacation. He's been working while he's away, but he's on vacay. She is meeting a contact of prices in the pub currently. She meets this man. He seems sketchy and old. The description kind of reminded me of Voldemort if he had a nose. <laughs> 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 that's good yeah thank you um she gets a text from lewis saying that prudence jones passport was never canceled so confirmation on that one um voldemort tells her that his name is nines and asks if she has the passport she says she does and he tells her that he's never met a quote bent copper before end quote so Mm. she's she's chasing a lead by like putting yourself in it yeah Ooh, complication station nation nation we're with emma um emma puts the items that she found on the table right in front of her son mm. she's like i found your stash um he she then realizes oh very my qu- god that would be <laughs> like that. found your stash imagine um, being matthew slash andrew you'd be like <sighs> oh fuck especially now, I now think- that we know the ending like you'd be yeah. like no, oh, no why are you no. fucking everything up <laughs> stop looking into things she realizes pretty quickly that he's not going to say anything no. um so she just keeps asking questions like where is the body and other questions such as what did you do to her etc um he says no i'm not gonna tell you nothing mama i ain't telling you nothing he's but though he does say don't you think that i'd tell you like if i had killed somebody so like giving some doubt there but she is now realizing that she is afraid of her own son in this moment um he then explains to her that she should never have been said that he was she was his alibi for the night that i said that i was upstairs i was actually out and about um she wants to know where sadie is which is like oof like i want to know like Oh, gosh. Anyways, I don't know. Can you ever recover from that conversation with your mom? Yeah, because he fucking lied to her. Like, if he had told her the truth and then she still accused him of murdering somebody, that would be, like, unrecoverable. Yeah. I feel like she, it sucks, but I think. I mean, he's not giving anything. Yeah, yeah, but that it's also like a sign of a decent human being because so I don't like fucking Julia. She wouldn't turn her true daughter in, daughter in you know what exactly, I mean? and she's a cop. True. But like Emma's yeah. like trying to do what's mm-hmm. morally right because mm-hmm. she's she knows that there's another family out there missing their child, and so she's trying yeah. like 
Oh, True. No, and potentially other women as well. Yeah. You're right. Um, she is asking and accusing all of this while staring at the lock of hair, which is very disturbing. Um, she threatens that he better explain all of this or he's going to call Julia. Uh, or she is going to call Julia. He says to tell her whatever she tell her whatever you want. Um, and that she's just looking for a, an excuse to arrest me again. Anyways, um, she again asks him to tell her his side of the story. And we kind of leave off with him just being like, I shouldn't have to tell you my side of the story. And she's just like, well, now I'm calling you had your chance goodbye you have to yes <laughs> if you want I someone mean, to take your side or understand where you're coming from yeah I mean you kind of need to yeah exactly yeah I don't know because it's like at this point she has no idea that that evidence was planted in exactly Olivia's thing or whatever she's so... just found bloody clothes in her mm-hmm. passport and some mm-hmm. hair so and some fucking hair like I'm <sighs> It's kind of obvious without mm-hmm. saying it. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. that's pretty. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Like, yeah. literally, all he would need to say is, like, Mom, Sadie is okay. There's more to the story than what I can tell you. Yes. We are in danger. Like, yes, <laughs> exactly. Why can't know. you just say that? Yeah. I don't know. No. I don't know. Well, I guess we wouldn't have this thriller of a book. And, yeah. Exactly. Okay. Julia. So it is Genevieve's birthday, but Julia knows the house will be empty because Art and Genevieve had swung by the station on their way to what was being referred to as ghetto golf. And when I looked it up, it's called mini putt. And also they have since changed their name. So I was like, that's a smooth move. Hmm. Um, They, while they're at the station, Genevieve and Julia get french fries together. Julia suddenly notices how out of character Genevieve looks, almost as if she's, like, looking very dull and not herself. Um, and she's curious curious if maybe something is wrong. Genevieve tells her that she's been thinking about Zach since they talked about him last and how maybe she should have just confessed. Um, how in all of Julia's cases that she's been like following and asking about not one person's actions have been understandable so she's like why do I think that mine are like why you know what I mean like what makes me different Mm -hmm. so Julia suddenly understands her recent behavior with being so interested in her cases and not sleeping and why she looks the way she does etc she asks Julia if she's sure she can't get away to go with them to mini putt and julia says she can't art asks her the same and again she has to deny him um the lights go off inside the station and he grabs her hand and she's sort of like wondering about their relationship and like being nostalgic about how things used to be so it's late now and julia has gotten confirmation that nines deals in identities and just as she that's into her house her phone rings and it's emma so she answers it but something about the way that her house feels is off it's like girl get the fuck out <laughs> walk away you literally if had it's not right break into your car run up behind you in the dark now you're walking into your house in a di- get the fuck like that's three get that's the three, fuck bitch. out of here pork chop sandwiches <laughs> pork chop sandwich yourself out of there <laughs> yeah right out of there the fuck out of here so feels off emma tells her what she's found at the fucking storage unit and she tells julia about the diner and that matthew didn't want her to tell julia about all of this julia notices a twitch someone is very clearly in her living room and they've seen that she's noticed them and now this person is coming towards her and it's a quote face she knows well end quote he's got her out of the house and into his car in five minutes flat so we've got two clues there did you who are you guessing because it's a face she knows and we know it's a he mm-hmm. honestly like, is that fucking matthew is it matthew fuck is it lewis coming back again being like okay taking it in my own hands because lewis? you think she's dead i don't know right i don't or even like, know if i had it... a thought <laughs> 
you were just like ready to keep reading I was, I was like, like who is it I was like is it Matthew and could it be Price like is mm. Price angry at her true but I didn't he was feeling me. a bit betrayal like a little bit of betrayal like how could you but she was me? feeling it too <laughs> yes she, was she wasn't too. yeah exactly all right we're on part three and it's titled Julia and it's the first day missing oh flip when I read oh, that I was like, for crying out fucking loud for Julia done missing now loud. like what is going what on in this we're with Lewis and Julia's phone just keeps ringing and ringing and ringing and he's wondering why she would text and then ghost on him like hello you can't just text me Tandy's all-american diner and then expect me not to have questions fair um true because he's like I'm married did you bring yeah. it for a date <laughs> sorry happily married to Yolanda exo lewis or like i don't know like are you do you have a craving would you like me to pick something up for you um can i get you some french fries or <laughs> hot dogs a in a can shake? i don't know <laughs> um <laughs> turns out like you said obviously very it's in the name and it's a rundown diner on the other side of bristol and it's about an hour away it's an, one of those places that's like open 24 sevens for like 24 seven um, for like truckers, people passing through that kind of thing. Um, and he's all like, so should I go? I mean, obviously I'm going to go. He's like trying to reason with himself. True, obviously true. he's going to He's go. like, it could be dangerous. I knew mm-hmm. I was going from the beginning. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I and like then, Lewis. Like his I know. is he's... kind of like. Even though he was creepy about the toes, he the is feet. still kind of relatable. Uh, uh, feet. I don't know. It's just the feet for me. I know. Okay. I know. He shows up at Tandy's and he's like, wait a minute. What if it wasn't Julia who sent the text and now I'm just in a trap? Oh, well, better go oh, in. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Already here. <laughs> Already here. Well, too late. Um, no one is in the diner at all. Like, it doesn't seem like there's even an employee working. And he's like wandering <laughs> around and like goes into some like pantry area. Even I'm like, who's running this place? As you do, then right? exactly, just casually. I'm just gonna go back into your pantry and look at your wieners in a can. But anyways, I never seen that. I ain't never no, seen neither. that before. No, no, I don't want that. No, thank you. Um, and then he hears a noise and turns around, and it's Sadie. <gasps> Oh my glob! Oh my glob! I was happy about this. I yes, yes, I was happy that she's still alive. I'm happy she is. Matthew asks Emma what Julia said and if his arrest is imminent, and she tells him that Julia's gone and that she just heard a scuffle, and this freaks Matthew out because obviously he knows more than what he's saying. So he tells her that Julia cannot go to that diner and that anyone who knows about that diner is now in danger, um, that Sadie is at that diner and that Julia is now in danger. They need to get to her house. It's like, mm-hmm. why are you telling your mother now? Why are you saying <laughs> anything? Suddenly it's now? all cards are on the table when your mother's oh. like, what? I just need to murder. This isn't the time to have verbal diarrhea. <laughs> why haven't you talked to me in a year? Yeah. But- um, this is when it clicks for Emma that her son did not kill Sadie. He tells her that he was protecting her. Emma asks who is watching Sadie and police says that it's somebody bad. It's the police. <gasps> At that point, I was still like, what? What? Same. What I didn't even, mean? I didn't clue in either. I was like, oh, this is all like a a scam or something yeah or like i thought maybe like the underbelly there was gonna be like a criminal ring in the gangs and And then like julia's gotta join them now blah blah all right lewis it's been an hour since he's discovered sadie and he still can't stop crying oh yeah 
he is observing Sadie and she has lost a lot of weight. Um, she no longer has that luster and they've like dyed her hair dark. Um, he is still too scared to like call Yolanda or do anything because he's afraid she's going to disappear again, which is sad. I have like a little sad cry face. I'm I bet sure you I felt feel that for a long for time. Ever probably. Yeah. Yes. yeah honestly um he asks like how she ended up here with no response and then asks if she's in danger which she responds to yes um and he she tells him that she's not going to be able to go back to her before life um he is just like dumbfounded that she has been here the whole time and she tells him that he can't protect her um and, and then starts explaining that the summer before she went missing during that heat wave they were all sent home from work and she ran into a woman with two kids getting deported then they like move to the car cuz they get sketched out of being in the restaurant and then Sadie's like, anyways, let me finish my story because it sounds like she's a great storyteller. <laughs> Not worried about, like, you know, her weird crime boss showing up mm-hmm. or whatever. Turns also, out, like, are they driving away at this point or are they just waiting? That's what I want. I was wondering the same thing. I'm like, are they like getting away from there, right? I hope so. Anyways, um, she's like, okay, here's the rest of the story, Dad. Um, This family needed a passport, so she gave her one from the dud pile, um, and then she got one for her kids, and then it started turning into, like, her friends and people that this woman knew, and she couldn't stop because all of these people were so happy, and these immigrants were so happy that they could stay in a beautiful country like Britain. And not worry. And not worry about having to go back to probably awful housing Mm -hmm. situations or like countries of unrest. Exactly. Well, word got out and it went onto the dark web. And then she started getting blackmailed for passports. First, it was like a batch of 20, then 50, then like 100 at a time. Um, and then she realizes that she could take the dead people's passports and they could be set and they could be sold instead of her canceling them. Oh, so after the story, Lewis asks her who is making her do this and she can't say, um, she tells, he tries to like, reassure her that he's going to tell the police and go to the police and everything's going to be okay and she says that he can't go to the police because it is the police somebody named jonathan (gasps) that was a sentence that i had to like keep reading over like you know when you're Uh, like yeah what no no what yeah, I'm she got me. Fucking she Jillian. Fucking she got Jillian. us. Yes. Okay. So, Julia, remember her? Still in the mm-hmm. trunk. Back to the trunk with Julia. It's fucking Jonathan that has abducted her. So, he's not at the diner right now because mm-hmm. he's busy abducting fucking mm-hmm. Julia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, she knows that he is involved in this, quote, pursuit of an enterprise money a dark web syndicate of stolen passports end quote that's what he's gotten wrapped up in or rather started implemented yes, yes. <laughs> he's not wrapped up yeah. in it this is by no he's he's beginning he's a uh, yeah he's beginning middle and end yeah. yeah 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 yep so she understands now why he was so eager to help her cover everything up and that he realized she was on to sadie that sucks so they have stopped the car she has no idea where they are she is terrified she calls out for jonathan and she asks him how could you he tells her that his whole career he has had many many enterprises and that is how julia knows 
that he is planning on killing her because he wouldn't confess to her if he wasn't. Mm-mm. She's got to go. She, he fucked. Yeah. She thinks about the moment that she figured it out when she asked Price what the cost of a new life was. She couldn't get it out of her head that Sadie worked at the passport office. She's sure she was trading passports, and Price tells her the consequence to this would be death if she wanted to stop. Matthew had been trying to protect Sadie. Um, This was what the arguments were about between him and Sadie that Lewis had reported to her. And also, that's what the Bitcoin transfer was about. Prudence was just a passport, not an actual missing woman. As for the other passport that Emma found in the storage unit, Gail Hannah, that is who Sadie has been currently living as, which is why she had the passport. Before Jonathan took Julia's phone, with her final words, she texted Lewis the name of the diner, and she's hoping that he has reunited with his daughter. And it sucks because it's like even Mm. in potential death, she's like being self yeah kind of yeah. what art what mm-hmm. art had said was like the definition yeah. of a good person yeah mm-hmm. um she hears movement outside she hopes that jonathan will be quick she is happy that lewis and sadie will be together again um and that emma will know that her son was innocent she's thinking about how she has abandoned her family with her job and now she's dying that way too and it's like oh how annoying <laughs> The trunk oh, I hate rises, when that happens. Right? I fucking hate when that happens. The trunk rises and there is a gunshot. <gasps> Hang cliffhanger. Cliff, it's a hanger cliff. I'm hanging by a cliff. Wait. <laughs> I'm just hanging on a thread. Okay. I'm cliffing by a hanger. It's 19 months later. And we're with Julia. Interesting. And we're clearly in a courtroom. She knew it would end up here. Her on trial for Zach's murder. So we find out that she is taking the fall for Genevieve. Um, her lawyer or her lawyer is obviously her brother. And then the prosecution asks to approach the bench, and we find out that it's Patricia. From earlier in the book when she was like, oh, trying that's to the girl that help. she was talking to in the parking lot during yes. the fire alarm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Gosh, exactly. And, Ju- and it doesn't seem like Julia and Patricia quite liked each other. No, they kind of like were butting heads at the beginning you, of the book. You. Oh, you're smart. I didn't. I didn't so <laughs> um, then she starts. She's like, oh, God, it's going to be like clear evidence against me. She's. Like, I'm done for. She feels done for. So she starts wondering about, like, her family and if they are actually proud of her like they say they are because she really can't tell. And then she remembers back to the night everything changed. And she emailed Art right after, like, her interviews and everything like that. Um, And within a minute, he calls her into his bedroom. Um, Julia tells him a new version of what happened with Zach and that like she had used too much force and she feels ashamed and all of this. Um, and then he tells her that he is sorry for like cheating on her and that if he could go back, he would change who it was with because he was so drunk that he would have fucked a, a broom. So, <laughs> um, ouch, yeah, maybe a soft one at least. It yes. should have been an apple pie. Hey, <laughs> hey. um, no, oh, that's a good pie, that's perfectly American good pie. pie. I know, but it's a perfectly good pie. <laughs> mm, uh, but pie? I mean, the depth is so little, too. Like, where's yeah, the pleasure in that, unless you go sideways, but. Uh. like this <laughs> just like that no. <laughs> no i don't like it um they start sharing moments and every night since she goes to art's room which is sweet like they're kind of like rekindled friends on again. Yeah. they're friends on again 
Um, the state approaches and tells the court that they would like to withdraw the case and all the charges against Julia Day. Say what? Mm -hmm. Okay, now we're with Emma. Emma is sitting, having food with her son, who she is very grateful for. She says things are different, but good, different. And she has gone back to her old job now. Matthew told her that he thought he must have actually been a shitty person for the newspapers and Lewis to have been so sure that he hurt Sadie, which sucks. That mm-hmm. sucks for him. Mm-hmm. Also, I just, I don't know. I've never been in that situation. So yeah. maybe I shouldn't judge, but it's like, come on. Um, but then we wouldn't have a book. So he tells Emma that he's quit therapy. He tells her that he's got his life back now, so he doesn't need it, which is kind of sweet. She realizes that Sadie is the reason that he didn't want to move far away when all this shit hit the fan and that she's proud of her boy. Oh, good. They go they go and get happy again. They got, they got a good little life. It's all fixed now. <laughs> okay. Lewis is remarking that Sudi, Sadie, is back where she belongs. She's moved back. She's moved back in with mom and dad. They like watch TV together every night. It's cute. Um, And sometimes even Andrew joins them. So like it's a bit of a happy picture. Mm. Um, I do think that they could go back from that. The dad yes. accusing him of murdering. Ooh, that's my that was my thought when he was like, "Oh, sometimes he comes over and joins us for dinner and yeah. watches TV." And I'm like, "Could I get over that though? Yeah, like yeah. kind of like, ruined my your, life." With your parent, I think it's different. Like, cause yeah, she accused him of murder, but he was like not telling her anything, and they lived yeah. together, and it was like weird. But like, that's a next level because it's a removed yeah. from your inner circle, right? Like, I don't and know. Like, I'd be like. You literally just said that he made him think that he was an awful person. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> I don't want to hang out with your dad. Sorry. No, sorry. That I think, yeah. We yeah. find out that the gang that Jonathan like headed up over these passports is essentially um, fall fell apart after Jonathan was murdered. Oh, it's Jonathan who did it. Goodbye. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. He had to go. He had to go. Bye-bye. I'm going to take it away. This is the end of the book. Stay with me. I guess that I'm the one who gets to reveal my favorite part. Okay, so the lawyer for the prosecution, Patricia, tells the court that, quote, it is the prosecution's view here today that there is no case to answer. She's essentially like, we're calling this off. Everyone is surprised. And Julia... (gasps) Yeah, that? exactly. Yeah, the whole courtroom <gasps> is the gasp. Gasp. Julia is like actually shocked. And we find out that the state drops all charges against Julia and she is free to go. You're free to go. That ain't right. Free to go. That ain't right, but you're free to go. So here's what happened. The night that Julia... Sock it to me. Uh, the night that Jonathan took Julia, Price had arrived he had been following julia because he was worried about her involvement with nines and he had grabbed the gun from jonathan and shot him in the head at close range what he cleaned the gun off because no one would know and they would assume it was a suicide it was only price jonathan and julia there But that kind of sucks in a way for Julia because she can, like, never tell anybody about the trauma of being kidnapped and, like, put in a trunk, which would possibly Mm -hmm. be, like, kind Mm -hmm. of shitty. Like, that would probably be hard to get over. However, However, comma, price, fuck it, price coming through. Like, yeah, you did. That, that made the end of the book for me. That like, was I'm good. really happy about that part. Mm-hmm. And I told I told Ashley that she was going to like the ending and she messaged me today and she was like, you're right. I like the ending. I do like that ending. <laughs> it didn't seem to matter to Price that Julia had betrayed him. He saved her anyway. Fuck yeah. She knew she could sweep everything under the rug, but she also knew that by having Zach hang over her head, she was blackmailable and corrupt so she decided to confess and say that she did it 
she had finally told Art what happened, or the new version of it, and they were becoming closer again. That last night, the night before the trial, Art had showed Julia something he had ordered for their bedroom, a skylight. She saw it for what it was, a gesture to a gesture to save their marriage, and she also loved that he was fostering that hope that she would be found innocent during the trial. That's cute. Yeah. That's pretty cute. She told Art after everything said and done, she won't be leaving policing. This is her life. He has now accepted it, especially after having read everything Julia had gone through in the news with the Sadie case and how grateful Lewis was to her, almost as if he finally understands that what she's doing is, like, making a difference, <laughs> which sucks mm-hmm. to, like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but, you know. Find, find that out after she had yeah. to, like, cover up a whole thing, yeah. you cheat on her, et cetera, Watch et cetera. someone get murdered in front of yeah. her and, like, yeah, just cover yeah. that up, you know, no all that shit. Um, also, I'm, I wonder if this is why, like, a lot of people in the police, like, will marry within the police, like, you kind of, like, understand, or, like, why doctors marry doctors, because it's, like, you understand Mm -hmm. the crazy schedule and stuff. Anyway, Genevieve tells Julia that the dreams have now stopped, and she says that it's thanks to her. She didn't want her to take the fall, but Julia told her she'd understand one day. Julia's back at work now, but with a demotion. However, it seems they have put her working on old cases that are missing people because these are all cases that Jonathan had worked on. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. Man, one bad apple ruins the whole mm-hmm. bunch. That's like that. Yep. Do you remember that? The, um, the drug test there's like a whole thing there with the woman in the lab and she was mm-hmm. and then anything it's just yes. like dismissed now it's oh, yes yeah one bad apple yeah oh. i know what happens in your chapter i know mm-hmm. <laughs> okay so we're gonna end with lewis and lewis and price meet up at nighttime on a street corner at 9 p.m it's the night before the trial and Lewis knows that he'll do it because Price has killed for Julia. Julia told him this in confidence and didn't think that he would be able, he would like use it at all. But he knows Lewis, his is right. Lewis, yes. Lewis know, now knows, I guess, Price's Achilles heel. Um, we find out that Price does all of this. The what's it called? insider knowledge <laughs> sure what's it fucking called I fucking know. you know what he does informant there we go oh he he's an informant and continues to be a career criminal so that he can send money to his poor mom who still lives in germany well, which yeah, is sad cute. and yeah. cute he's like a good he reminds me of that guy from um thursday murder club oh mm -hmm, mm -hmm. did he turn out to be the murderer oh uh oh yeah he did didn't he wasn't the he was the bad guy wasn't he he? was the bad guy i think yeah Uh, so maybe price is a little better than that maybe maybe okay so he price puts on his balaclava and confirms the name patricia right and they think a simple threat will do do you think that she was like shady and they had something on her i feel like yes i feel i don't know if it was in one of my chapters but there was like a detail that she was helping kind of helping jonathan with like signing off on things quickly like wrapping cases up without like doing her due diligence but she obviously probably didn't know what he was up to but i think that he was like kind of greasing the palm there Mm. with her Mm. Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm. nice all right thoughts comments that was a fucking ride because i didn't know what the fucking end of the book was gonna be no, me neither. Was I didn't think it was Sadie good. was going to come back. I didn't think that that I like that was a nice way to have a happy ending for mm-hmm. everybody. True, it was a good wrap up, and I wonder if it's because was I guess wrong place, wrong time had a happy ending. 
yeah but oh my god that was oh yeah that was and this was too but i was just like i wonder if it's because she is um had a baby and is like i want a happy ending well i noticed that jessica had made an observation that like all of the relationships between parents and children and she was pregnant while she was writing this book so like that Mm kind of makes sense like kind of that way like an ode to parenthood yeah Um, and like how far you'd go for your kids yeah yeah and I do as we were talking about Emma and how I like asked like what would you do Mm -hmm. like could you ever repair that relationship it was interesting now to like think about the difference between Julia and Emma and how they protected their children Mm -hmm. differently Mm -hmm. but and how like one's career yes came crashing down yeah over yeah well like not even yeah you would have thought that it would have been opposite in yeah. the way that like Julia should have been more morally like mm, sound upheld, right yeah. versus Emma but Emma was the one that's like but there was a point too I don't think I think it was in one of my chapters but where she was like worried that her son was a murderer yes but she yes. was also worried that her parenting was inadequate which yes. I think is a very yeah. real fear that like mm-hmm. especially like a single parent would experience because like yeah yeah. That's all on you is probably what she's yeah. feeling. Yeah, she's so like, yeah, well, was... I fucked him up. My bad. <laughs> oh, I fucked him up. Cool, I guess I'm a murderer now. But like, yeah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Interesting, interesting. How many stores did you give it? Oh, I think a four. I think a four. I four, two. I went four, I two. A, I think I do a four on that one. That was a good one. Julia, um, or Jillian's wrong place wrong time was like six so oh yeah that was really good yeah it was just i i think that now that we know that she can shock us like that it's easier to try to figure out how she's gonna do it you know yes yeah like that was unlike anything i had ever read before so it like that was a trip yeah that was a trip that was a trip for sure oh okay um i'm gonna go Oh, yeah, you said you got some yummy dinner happening over there. I can smell it. Is it like Mm-mm. chicken and gravy? It's chicken and dumplings, wet bread. Oh, no, not yo, actually. I would fuck with that so hard. I love wet bread. Mm. Wet bread. Give me that wet mm. bread. It's not actually. All right. Okay. Oh, I'm so jealous. Don't forget we're reading all of the dangerous things next month, and we'll see you there. Okay, see you next, see you next week. Goodbye. 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 I'm going to make you an offer you can't refuse. thank you so much for listening please join us over at the book club babes facebook group for book discussions and to make your book recommendations or on instagram at bookclubbabes.pod if you'd like to reach out to us directly you can email us at bookclubbabes.pod at gmail.com or contact us on our website at bookclubbabes.ca If you love the Book Club Babes podcast, please tell a friend about us. And until next time, bye! bye. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it. Or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.